0: The more you know and understand financing and understand the cash flow business, and the more educated you are, the more experience you have, or have someone next to you that is educated that tells you exactly what to do and how to do it so you can't lose, there's some really neat things that you can do to serve and help
1: a seller. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marko Kozlowski. Ah ah ah! I feel like the Count from Sesame Street, and I am joined with uh, Francesco Galuccio, which is right next to me. And he's uh, right next to me, and standing, and I'm sitting because if I stand, you won't even see Frank. He's—I don't want to say vertically challenged, but he's shorter than I am. And we have, of course, Gabe, uh, Gabriel Araish shush, 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 who is in uh, Boca Raton, We're all in Florida. We're right all in now.
2: Florida. Whoop, whoop. We're in the
0: Florida. Sunshine States. Yes. Florida or Florido, depending on where which emphasis you put on the syllable, you can get all sorts of fun things there. So yes, this is a Big Fat Real Estate Checks podcast where we help you and give you information that is mostly actionable and on mindset, on uh, real estate tech processes, anything that we can do to really add as much value to you as possible. And if you have not listened to the first 10 episodes, episodes 1 through 10 on how asset-based lending works, which is uh, one of our key pillars on how to buy assets using none of your own money using other people's money to buy assets it's because you don't need money to buy property if you do it correctly and uh, frank is actually an example of that as is gabriel and he is in florida for another acquisition that he did on a hotel uh, that is very close to his uh, hotel that he does have right now and uh, he's chilling out at my house uh, during the day and busting ass i should say with his his workers actually by night you're here and by day you're over there i am yes Yes, i am it's the opposite i just got back from costa rica which was a lot of fun then had terrible food poisoning and i'm recovering from that and uh, all i can say is i need a new bed and completely new sheets (laughs) And we'll just leave it at... <laughs> that's too much info. We'll just leave it at oh, that. Or just yes, enough. Right. Who knows? Yeah, just well, enough. That's you know, it. it's inquiring minds want to know. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. Mm. So it's good to be back. We haven't shot one of these in a couple of weeks since I was gone. And for a much-needed vacay. And, uh, yeah, f- actually, when I got back, Frank is like, Yeah, I just bought another hotel. I'm like, what? I didn't even hear about this, and I, I'm like, "Hey, Gabe, did you hear about this?" He's like, "No, no crickets." Tell me more. Tell me more. So uh, this was down on the DL, and assuming it happened very quickly, and it's exciting. So, Frank, well, it was—it
3: it wasn't anything but quit. Actually, this was a two-plus year journey that i started with this so this is when i picked up my other hotel in ocala which you attended to Mm -hmm. and i'm sure some of our listeners heard some stories about it is that the one where you got bitten by the dog that's the one that i got bitten by the dog that's by the the homeless person live on facebook live on facebook we had uh, pest control animal control fire trucks ambulance police two police cruisers yeah that was a sad day i remember that day i was i was scared to put your leg down that's why
0: you're so (laughs) short by
3: what right now what are the what are the odds that a homeless person has (laughs) but you know what what are the odds that the homeless person had the actual papers of uh, uh rabies shots for the dogs and i was just thank god but anyways yeah so so i acquired that property over two years ago now it was uh back in oh my goodness 2018 more than two years ago now but i opened it up in 2019 and when i did there was um inquiry minds because the hotel wasn't you know a pleasant it was an eyesore when i picked it up it was closed we had to rehab it and this lady came to approach my manager once we've opened up and she goes hey i really like what you did to the place you know are you the owner and he says no the owners are you know, out of orlando uh, which is myself and I, I thought you were out of canada i was but they think <laughs> i'm from here it's wow. it's, it's, a, it's a long a su- story he's a super magician i, I got a 407 number yeah, so and a florida it's, license so
0: it's actually a better way to do it than it than is you, they don't you don't want to tell people that you're no from, uh, from no yeah it'll so, be so what i
3: found out was so she said that her and her husband used to own the hotel that i purchased many many moons ago and they since divorced and she has one more hotel basically up the street uh, just a few blocks a smaller one. It's it's only a twelve unit. It's almost like a bed and breakfast without the breakfast part. They, they, they offer It's just a bed. Like that, wait, wait, wait. So a bed. a
0: bed and breakfast without, without the, the breakfast without part. Without the breakfast part. Yeah,
3: it does, it does make it a hotel. They have event. they have like the muffins. They give them the wrap muffins and whatever. But anyway, I'll have a scotch and water. Hold the scotch. Yeah, mm-hmm. the scotch and mm-hmm. water. Yes, he got his phone number. I phoned her. She was asking a ridiculous price. She was asking one point three, from what I recall. And again, this is going back two years ago, pre-COVID. One point
0: three for a twelve unit. I hang on, asked, hang on Frank. Hang on. Is, We're 2022, and COVID nineteen was in nineteen, and you bought it two years ago. I just (laughs) want to. I just want to get. Never mind.
3: Actually, you know what? It was 2018, but when I finished my hotel, it was 2019 of October. Yeah. So I understand COVID-19 Because it started in 19 But we didn't know in October of 2019 yeah, was In North America yeah, that, that was, was in
0: yeah. It was March officially Where
3: That it was in Asia have, yes. They knew about uh, it I understand
0: We were you just know. a bit slow by a few I, months I just get confused with With 22 minus 2 is I gotcha. 19 19 <laughs> I'm just fucking with you man Calm down 26 months <laughs> Don't slap him <laughs>
3: 26 <laughs> don't months Don't hurt me, uh, <laughs> I I don't me yeah. If you <laughs> touch me It's gonna come out <laughs> Anyways let me get on with it. You guys wanted a short podcast. I'm going to be here forever. Everyone, they're going to be driving their car. They're going to say, "Shit, this thing's still a lot. It's longer than a movie." So, anyways, so I phoned her. She wanted 1.3 at the time based on the revenues. It just wasn't a deal. I'm yes, sorry. Marco. It's going to be a longer podcast. <laughs> it's good.
0: 1.3 million dollars <laughs> for a 12 unit hotel is outrageously expensive. No matter how much. You break you it slice down. I said, "We're buying. You know, we're buying 60 room hotels for 1. Point something million. So it's you know, it's a very expensive." Very expensive ask Well consider However Consider I bought the other hotel for 350 Right And it's a bigger hotel Yes it's It's over double the size Yes Yes So it's a very 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 expensive ask But it's not always the number of rooms that matter It's what's the revenue, the potential, and obviously that's the asks on where we're going to land. But I just want to, for those that maybe have just listened to this for the first time or don't have a a grasp as to what things should cost or could cost or do cost, I just want to shed some light on that. It's a very expensive, generally, if I saw that from a mentee of mine, I would be scratching my head vigorously at that number. But yeah carry on and anyways
3: it, she, so she wanted the 1.3 i brushed it off based on the income and you know and then the whole deal that i went through with the other hotel i said yeah you know what i'm not your buyer for this so we, we that's part of the process i'm not your buyer you're asking too much if you lower your price maybe I'll, you know we'll, we'll take a look at it but you're definitely way too high so this again she would poke once she would poke us for me once in a while then i started poking her saying you know so I find out why she was suddenly like well you know if if you got divorced from your other husband now she remarried a Canadian and she had this hotel, she's a, a Jehovah, and she wanted to you know, live out a, a spiritual life. She wanted to do missionary work for her Jehovah Witness community, which is noble. And I said, listen, I, I'll try to help you out so you can move on and, and do that and fulfill your life and your next chapter, but not at that 1.3. So I think that sprinkle of I don't give a shit, because I really didn't then, because I, I went over a year and a half with the other hotel and it was very emotional, it was long. So <coughs> I, I sprinkled the I don't give a shit, but it actually worked in my favor. Then she came back, and she goes, listen, she goes, some other group out of Orlando was interested in it for 1.1. I was like, so what are you doing? I go, take it and run. I go, why would I stop you from doing that? Because I want him to give you 1.1. So, you know, do it. You know, I wouldn't be doing you any justice if I accepted the 1.1 or,
0: you know, countered. And that's a really good, almost hate to call it a strategy, but you're putting yourself in her shoes and wanting her to succeed and wanting her to do well and want to support her in her dreams and her vision of helping her community and really serving the way that she wants to serve. So you're not coming off as someone that is wanting to do something necessarily for yourself. You're really putting yourself on her side of the table from a negotiation standpoint and saying, take it because that's better for you, right? Because you don't care, espe- you know, especially that number, yep. right? N- not gonna happen.
3: And, and you know what? I sprinkled that throughout pretty much every conversation i whether it's a pain point it wasn't really a pain point it was her passion it was her goal so i always every time i had a conversation hey let me see what i can do to help you you know move on to that spiritual that missionary work or when she indicated that she had someone from orlando that was instead at 1.1 i go you know what i would take it so you can move on they're probably better suited than i am for it at that price anyway so uh so this has been going on and off it kind of heated up after last year because it kind of sizzled down in so 2017 last year in 20 <laughs> 20 uh 2021 2021 she was i guess she was getting motivated because then she had another party she phoned me she goes hey she goes i got some other interested party out of uh, india that want to buy it and they're offering about one million dollars and i go what happened to your orlando group and she goes well the orlando group it, the guy was going to get married and then the girl you know left them and it was a mess and then you know he had some family issues to deal with so i took it with a grain of salt because. I got it. This girl is... This seller is, in my opinion, a little bit... She, she's bipolar. She's all over the map. Like, one day she could be very kind, and the next day she's very rough and rude and demanding. And so she doesn't take well. And I can see her talking to... Like, even at the closing table, the attorneys were pissed at her. Title company was pissed at her. Her own attorney was pissed at her. It's just the character she is, and you have to be very delicate when I talk to her, not to ruffle her feathers. But... So, anyway, she had some people from India again a little bit lower so the price was coming lower even before I made an offer and then finally I did make an offer she did beg for the offer yes
0: I just want to point something out why would she call you if they have an interested party because that's twice right there's a party and then she'd call you so there's a something to learn from that so why why do you think that a seller would call you if there's someone that's interested that's clearly you've said no at any price because i think i'm the only interested party
3: right now right that's mm-hmm. it there was no i think there was, these were fictitious potential buyers she um, needed a she reason to call to you 100 percent. and she was trying to put maybe fire under my butt and saying hey you know that fear of missing out but mm-hmm. again i took it with a grain of salt like because why would you call me if you have someone why were you looking after my interest Yep right.
0: or, or she might have been looking after your interest because you were looking after her. So there's a there's a lot of reciprocity there. There's it's just a very interesting dynamic when I hear there's it's not uncommon, right, where someone has a you've been talking to someone for quite some time, someone wants to buy whatever you're selling and then you go, well, you know, hey, I've been talking to Frank. Call me for a quick two hours the other day and I wanted to uh see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really close. <laughs> Call me for a quick uh, two-hour talk, two and he—I uh, want to give him a chance. So I'm gonna make sure he, you know, he—he he has a chance. And the fact that you didn't bite really care, bite and care makes you actually more desirable as a buyer because we all want what we can't have. And now looking
3: back at that, the way I played that, and I played it actually from uh, right from my heart. I really didn't care at that point. I was like, I'm just gonna play the game and. Wherever my chess pieces land at the end, they're going to land. And I think that was the key because then she came back and she goes, that didn't go through. Of course it didn't. And then she goes, you know, what's the offer? If you do make an offer and, you know, if it's all cash, I just want to go on this missionary journey, whatever. So I gave her an offer based on our formula and and it came out at 540. I remember it was around the 540-ish. So remember, she was asking 1.3. My first offer ever, she came down from 1.3 to 1.1, I think, and then it was around the million dollars when this Indian – Group uh, supposedly wanted to buy it so I was at 540 then that established The gap she did come down yes
0: 540 is, uh, is very low and for those that Are maybe listening to the first Time uh, you would think that's an Outrageously low number because Most people make an offer to get re- accepted, right and Gabe uh, you want to since you're so talkative during this one do you want to explain why uh, it's important to have a uh, (laughs) a low offer I I, I want you to feel important in this conversation hey man I I feel
2: important just because I'm here I appreciate being around you you guys
0: you actually are very important
2: so yeah so what Frank did is what we call an offer for a no and yeah it is I guess it is confusing it's funny because I had this discussion with someone who's reaching out via messenger with properties and they told me you know, we want to make. You know, we we made a couple of LOIs. We sent it out, and you know, we're we're hoping to get accepted. And that my, my 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 answer to that was why, <laughs> and they were confused, and so so yeah. So this is. I guess, you know, for us, this is kind of straightforward. It feels contrarian to most people, I guess. But we make offers for a no. Why? It's very simple. It's because if they say yes, then we've probably offered too high or too much. Maybe had had he offered five, if she had said yes to 540, Frank would have been banging his head against the wall. Like, I could have gotten this for maybe under 500, 450. Who knows where you could have gotten that. And so that kind of establishes a perimeter uh, or a lower, you know, perimeter for, for the offer so by saying no to 540, we know that they're not going to go below that and but they know that we're that far below they asking at the same time so yeah we never do offers for a for a yes in fact it's something i applied personally at least to, to almost everything and it hurts a lot of people around me to see this because they're not used to it they don't understand it it doesn't really work well in an environment of buying a house but it works really well in the in the context of business in frank's case did awesome and i and, you know i can't wait to hear the rest of this but i i have an idea where it ends. So,
0: yeah, I think we know the, the ending. We know the we know, ending, know the happy ending. Yeah, we know yeah. the mm-hmm. ending. So, anyways, well, that was at five. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay, one more thing. Yeah. So, did <laughs> you offer five forty exactly, or did you do like a five forty one two six? Oh no, it
3: was definitely a swag. It was swag. it was, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a
0: weird number, calculated uh, number. Actually, there's an episode for a podcast: "Is the Power of Weird Numbers?" Yes. The Power That's of good. Weird Numbers. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's gonna be our next one. Stay tuned. Those That's are weird numbers actually outpull and are create a lot of curiosity. And most likely, one of the reasons why she just didn't tell him to go F off is because it was weird. And I think that m- merits a, a podcast. So I'm agree. Yeah,
3: No, ahead. no, 100%. And, and, and I wanted to portray that that it was calculated. It was thought out. Not just saying a round number because a round number is not thought out. So it was we'll very... Have a whole podcast on, fr- on this, Frank. You don't yeah, have to so, talk about it. Uh, no. That's fine. So anyways, so 540. I just wanted to elaborate on it. You know what? Hold on. We, we know you do. Oh, you oh, want to elaborate oh, on oh, everything.
0: Ow! Oh. Oh oh no you can't use that it's, it's a surprise we oh, can't use that right. yet no 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 we can't oh, use
3: that okay. uh, i wanted to don't do it we're not gonna do it anyway so 540 I, I haven't busted it out yet i'm still practicing so 540 and change <laughs> yeah. that's fine all right we'll, we'll make a debut it's yeah, a blow up the listeners it's don't a know what we're talking about but it's okay <laughs> well frank's an expert you're gonna have to stay tuned i guess to see what that surprise <laughs> oh my gosh this is gonna be a, <laughs> such a hard podcast to edit okay <laughs> get it <laughs> no keep this all in uh, I want man. this raw. If it's not, you know what? It's I'm going to listen raw. to it. And if it's not, I'm going to put raw. a review in it. All right. You do that. All right. It's going to be raw. I promise. So do you want to know the rest of the story? I do. Or we'll just leave it in yeah. here and we'll do a take. You're two. softening, my friend. Come on. Keep it up. All right. Okay. So after my swag offer, the scientific offer, she did come back. She did lower the price. Not by much. It went to 900 So I, I broke that barrier of the million. So then I told her, listen. So then I was, so I was like, okay, she was... I thought she was motivated because now we're, you know, in year
0: one or 12 months later. Yes? Hey, Gabe, can you explain what that means, the barrier of a million?
2: <laughs> the barrier of a million? Want me to explain yeah. that?
0: Yeah. no, yeah, It's some, psychological. I, I, I'm listening yeah, to this as sorry. a listener. Okay. Right? No, fair there's, enough. Yeah. You're saying some amazing things. Yeah. And yes. I think it just... For Warmth those that are just listening in. Right. I think... And we might have to do this in two, in two chunks. And that's okay. Right? Yeah. So we'll do some today and we'll do some tomorrow because it's like 11 o'clock at night here. So it's uh, since... Gabe is unavailable or Frank's unavailable. Frank, he's too busy. yeah, he whipping his uh, twelve whipping units, his, his, giving beer and, and pizza to his. No employees. beer. It was
3: pizza. Okay, got it. Right. So You're yeah, cheap, can, can
0: can, <laughs> So because because that's actually maybe even another bar- another podcast in that there's psychological barriers within numbers. There are, and if you bust through it, it's a lot easier to to get what you want. Anyway.
2: Yeah. So but I guess. It, all in all it's if when she's asking over 1 million that that's seven digits in her mind and she may have a a subconscious number in her mind where she wants to at least exit with a million dollars and by allowing her to break that barrier and coming down under that seven digits and now they're playing in the six digits it's going to be a lot easier for frank to maneuver and to be able to get somewhere in between that because Whether it's a 4, a 5, a 6, or a 7 that the number starts with, it's still better than that extra comma. And since she's broken that barrier, she's comfortable with coming under a million. That just puts Frank in a position, like in the pole position, if you will. So he's in a driver's seat now. And... That's excellent, that's exactly what you needed. And and frankly, based on what you're saying, on how the numbers come down from 1.3 to 1.1 1. 1 to one, I think it was inevitable, but it was up to her to do that. And by her doing that, rather than you forcing her to do that, that's where I think you probably got the best of her.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't afraid to say no.
3: Yeah, yeah, 100%.
2: And and I, that's important.
3: And I don't think she was looking for 1.3. I think she was fishing initially and because every seller thinks their property is worth a lot more than the, they're giving away. So for her, I think initially she started at the 1.3. Let me see if I can find someone at the 1.3. She started realizing, hey, this is not happening. I got this other guy that's interesting, but let me make these, whether
2: they're fictitious or not, potential buyers. But anyways, ultimately
3: she got she came down to 9
2: yeah, Gabe. Sorry, I just wanted to add the other thing that you kind of had that all the other buyers didn't have is is she's seen the hotel. She's seen that you are the owner. This makes it a lot more real than some group that comes from Orlando, that group that comes from India that, yeah, sure, they may or may not have money, but she doesn't know what they you know, what their experience is and the comfort zone or th- the comfort that you bring that you'll be able to close because she's seen what you've done to a hotel that's in her area and she sees this thing operating every day makes it that she'll understand or she knows right off the bat that you're a real buyer
0: and she also used to own the hotel with her yeah. ex-husband yes. so
2: she's, she knows what it
0: looked like before mm-hmm. right and that when you bought it it was syringes and you know you know needles syringes same thing yeah I think. condoms yes, yes different Mm. i was trying to avoid this. you know it's a a family show but you may want to edit that out no i'm not gonna edit it out because you (laughs) said it i didn't all right that's good yeah so yeah
3: coming from that perspective i never met her up until now but yeah you're right gabe she saw that things on her older property that she had with her husband came to life again and she's like shit these guys are serious so anyway she came down to the 900 and then i started to try to peel the onion a little bit back and say okay well she's going on a missionary with her with her Jehovah group or whatever, does she really need nine hundred thousand all up front? Right? So that's what I was trying to peel back and say, well, you know, how much do you need to go on this spiritual mission? So I at the end of my conversation I always added her goal. I said, so we can move you on to your spiritual mission. So you can move on with your next journey in your life. So you can move on from from the hotel. So I always added that at the end of my conversation. Again, my conversations back then were still very sporadic. Like I know we have the hot potato rule, which I know the, the, the audience doesn't know, but we have a certain time before we respond back. Mine were extended response times, but so anyways, I, I just tried to try to see what she really needs right now up front in order for her to walk away from the property. And I was trying to get on a creative basis where, you know, which she wanted to take a little bit now and a little bit later after I optimized because she was on her own, even though she was married to someone, but that person wasn't really involved with the day to day operations of the hotel. She was on her own and she did, did very little marketing and so forth. So I saw the potential there and for her to walk away, I needed to know that number.
0: So that's exactly what the question I was gonna ask is, if you're going to a creative direction, I'm assuming you ran some numbers below the $900,000 mark to know that if you did something creative, that you could actually make the numbers work, right? 100%. Yeah. So you already had a goal in mind, a goalpost as to what this thing could be generating and what the the income opportunity was. Now, through creative financing, I don't think we've done a, a podcast on this yet. Through creative financing, we can buy properties that are 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% over market price. If we have the right terms, you can make anything work. And I know that doesn't make any sense because we're supposed to buy assets at you know, under value. That's the whole point of getting asset-based lending. But if the owner is willing to hold a mortgage at 150% of its value at a dollar a month until it's paid off, you're cash flowing like crazy, right? And if there's really, it's almost impossible. You can't ever, you can't sell it till it's paid for or, or, you know, it goes, you know, but there's pros and cons. And the more, you know, and understand financing and understand the cash flow business and more, the more educated you are, the more experience you have, or have someone next to you that is educated, that tells you exactly what to do and how to do it. So you can't lose. There's some really neat things that you can do to serve and help a seller, which is what Frank was trying to do. Actually not try to do, you did it and so now he's asking those questions now i just i want to caution you that unless you are skilled if i could do a disclaimer do not try this at home unless you know you know this is a professional driver on the course generally we don't ask any owner financing questions until an impasse has been reached but he's doing a few things at the same time because he knows what the hell he's doing has been doing it for a very long time so just if you're listening to this for first time for a beginner too soon to ask for frank the perfect time yeah So anyway,
3: she, she was, she was thinking about the offer and she was thinking about what she really needed up front, but her terms were really, she wanted just to be done with cash uh, property. she yeah. she yeah she just wanted to be cash out she goes no just want to be cash out and i go listen i do appreciate and I, and i did i said i do appreciate you coming down and the efforts that you're making and i want to write a check so you can move on to your you know your missionary work but it's just not going to happen even at that price so i wish you well and you know i left the store and i think we have an episode sounds on that up, sounds like an abc response <laughs> it, it right. does yeah so i left the store and you know i actually i didn't phone her back for over a month month and a half and then I phone the back and say, you know, how, how's things going? You know, you're moving on. Did you find someone? It's like, no, are you still interested? I go, yeah, but just not at that number. It's just, we, we just can't get there. It goes, there any more? Uh, you know, can, can you squeeze a little bit more? Is there a little bit more flex on the price? And then she did come down. And uh, she goes, you know what? Just for you, if you do it right away uh, and we can close quickly, she goes, she did come down to, oh, I think it was, uh, there was one more offer before she came down to the 750. That's where we landed at 750 and even at 750 i still was kicking and screaming like a kid so i didn't want to i wanted to seem like i was doing her a favor versus she's doing me a favor
2: another podcast <laughs> yes
0: another podcast so again these are all the strategies i learned from, from are you from, writing from, from all this you, down or yeah I, we'll have to listen to our own podcast to remember <laughs> what we're going what, you know what we're going to podcast on.
3: yeah so and these are all strategies that you're you taught me marco that's that's how we do it so okay gabe um, you look like you just Okay. So, anyways, on that note, I forgot where I
0: was. You said I, you learned everything from me. That's where you started. I learned finish. everything from
3: you. <laughs> so, anyway, she just wanted she just wanted to, to break free, and that's it. She didn't want no obligations, no holding paper. Even, you know, even if it's in first position, secured, Even you know, uh, with a little bit of interest, while she's she's still making some money passively. She didn't want that. We landed at seven fifty, and again, I went away, not went away. I agreed. Not immediately. I said, I got to take it back. I got to review the numbers and whatever again. And we'll see. And then I came back and I said, listen, you know, it's still a terrible deal based on the income. And she goes, yeah, but there's lots of potential because the property was only 50% occupied. And I go, why did you keep it at 50%? O- What's wrong with the other rooms? So I I, I try to probe on that. The rooms were all good. She just was happy with 50. And she, would, she wouldn't she would let anyone else in because she, it's only her. So she didn't want... 90%, 70%, even though she was making good money, she didn't want it because it was more workload for her and I think she was done with it. Can
0: you share approximately what the gross was per month or is per month? Twenty. Twenty thousand a month. Yeah. Right. So two hundred and forty thousand dollars a year at fifty percent occupied. Correct? Yep. Right? yep. So if you double the income, that's forty thousand. That's four hundred thousand, that's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, right? So that's a for seven fifty. well, yeah. Is it, does it need to be gutted? Is it piece of shit? Like
3: no. Unlike the other one, all the rooms are. Are you gonna
0: get bitten by a dog? <laughs> no. It, it was operational. All the rooms
3: are good. They're all themed. Like, themed rooms. What do you mean themed? Like uh, Debbie does Dallas. One room. Uh, no, uh, it's it um, <laughs> one's like a you know a tropical theme. One's um, you know a golfer theme. I forgot what they are, but it's, there's there's twelve of them. Anyways, to remember. It's there's twelve. There's twelve. I, I wasn't focused on that, but no, the property actually is in, in decent pro- condition. The roof was done just recently so it was more the curb appeal was was horrible the marketing was horrible and we know how to fix that yeah and well you're full in your other your other property 100 percent. you are super full and now we're going to use that as a, as a as a feeder feeder for the other one so we're going to use it a feeder and so
0: anyways we're one to the other right
3: uh, yes i well, we did that yesterday because uh, she still had bookings but i can't well we're still fixing the office and all that but um well do you have an occupancy license well this is the thing so anyways I, we got the property got under contract <coughs> um it, it it was supposed to close four times and it didn't she was being very difficult um i think she was having maybe buyers or more I, I don't know i mean sellers remorse she was very difficult even to start off with she thinks everyone's working for her did you use she, did you used, used our contract yes yeah oh no hold on i used our contract she chewed it up and then i left and i said listen i i need these clauses in there or else we're not doing it so she went to her lawyer he gave it and i gave i we didn't i did an addendum so i made sure i had my so it was our uh, contract we had our language in there okay uh for sure about the due diligence all the
0: papers i need to satisfy that the income is what it is almost a whole podcast on four times not closing because that's very interesting to me yeah i've I've, three i think is my record four is going to be new so i I definitely want to hear about that but I think we're going to run out of time. If we'll, we're not we'll,
3: we'll do that because I, I think it's worth discussing on what happened and, and what I, what I played. I had an ace of spade in my pocket, which was some of the DD documents yes, that yes, were missing. Yes. So I had my ace of spade, but I didn't play it at, until I had to, oh. and I had to play it. Oh, oh, oh. We, have, so, we have
0: to hear about that. Yeah, but can we just recap where we are now? And so to recap, can, seven fifty yes. under contract.
3: It broke down, but finally we got to the closing table. We did close last Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they, they get an, I they get
0: an appraisal. I they, yeah,
3: I they get an appraisal on it as well. Um, now
0: you got an appraisal just on the building value. Well, right?
3: hold on a sec on the building
0: value plus the land as well. No, building and land, but not the income. You didn't do an no, income no not approach. on an income approach. Because so, on an income approach, your appraisal would have been significantly higher.
3: Well, when I was doing my calculations, even if my calculations, even at a twelve cap, it was very a very good price value but no this is based they did an appraisal on the building on the cost of replacement cost and, and the land exactly right. and comparables thank you Gabe so anyways it came out over a million dollars
0: the day you bought it you had $250,000 in your pocket yeah. and I knew Equity. that I knew that going in well of course that's because yeah. you, you buy things correctly yeah so, so I, I knew that going in so it was a million so she was right you know that the seller is, thinks sorry sorry, sorry. So, and this is in Florida which is an extremely hot market the house across the street went up for for sale and it sold in an hour for fifty thousand dollars more than ask, which yep. is insane, right? Yeah. So a million dollars for in Florida is buys you a shack. It's like what California used to be, right? So and this is in a in a huge shortage of properties for sale in 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 the specifically where you are, and it's in the same on the same street as the hotel that you have now. Yes. So there's it's like so many good check marks on this, and the day you buy it, you get a quarter million bucks in your pocket from an equity standpoint and in a pre- in a market that is going vertically on just inflation which we've done a podcast on for sure so you're that ho- just from a building standpoint will double in, a, in less than five years just with the inflation the way it's going yeah so anyways it's, it's a million a, bucks for you
3: so it's a million dollars again i know sometimes appraisals are subjective but i think it is around there anyways so yeah we just closed we're you know we got manager managements in place we're just uh, and i did my inspection so the city always has to so when you buy a property the city Always has to come out or the county to check out the property to give you what's called an occupancy certificate, which basically allows you to operate a commercial property. So they came out. I had, you know, I have a relationship with the with the builder with the building department of uh, the city of what Wait, is it a good one or is it a bad one? It's a good one because he knew me well i met him frequently with my other property where i had the you know the, the bible of the cold violation so he knew who i was but he knew that i i can perform and i i you know i want to have a safe and and clean establishment and i want to improve the community because that's basically what you're doing you're improving the community you're, you're getting the building and you're, you're making it look nice again and you're you know getting guests to come there so he came out the fire marshal came out So the fire marshal the buildings uh, the building and code came out so they all come out they inspect the property they do the little checklist so there was there was a few deficiencies and i wasn't surprised of that that there would be but he knew that i was going to get it done based on my relationship with him and he goes listen he goes i know you got it i know what you did with the other place he goes listen i'm going to give you a temporary a conditional occupancy certificate so you can open up get your utilities get your water do whatever you can even have guests you can have your manager move in i'll come back you just let me know i'll come back in three weeks four weeks whatever a month uh we'll come back with the fire marshal and everything and give you a pass once you do all these stuff so So
0: they're actually letting you open before you actually do that which is extremely unusual because of the relationship that you have yeah i want to revisit that later because that's that's very special yeah so but uh, hang on a second so you closed two weeks later you got that What's the timeline from the day that you closed that you got that license? Because you're starting to do improvements on the property. I closed on Tuesday. The inspection was on Friday. All right, three days. So Three days? Yes. And when you had Ocala, the other one in Ocala, yes. I don't want to name the, the yeah. hotel, unless you want me to. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I can pr- promote it. Yeah, sure. You sure? It's, it's, a, it's Ocala Cove. Ocala Cove, right? Yeah. So So uh, in Ocala, just in case you weren't familiar we are the name was in the name of the hotel so it's in ocala cove in florida and how long did that take you to get your occupancy license oh my wow. god <laughs> <That was laughs> he's <year>. gonna <laughs> run out of fingers and toes there it was, it was 18 <laughs> is it, months wait, is it too soon frank is it too soon oh my goodness no it's There's not a, it, was, it, was, it, was it was it it, took, it, it, it was It was almost two years no. uh, or four if you count COVID. yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> even though he opened it, before it was, it was
0: 18, 18 months To 18
3: months. get a, a certificate And they wouldn't even Give me a conditional Because I did have some units Because it's a two story That one mm-hmm. And I had
0: some units Available that, They said absolutely Flat out no Yeah I'm very familiar with that We have a, a hotel That we're opening And it's three floors And we want to get Two open first And they're like yeah. Fuck off Yep. You know? My they head. didn't want to do it. So
3: <clears throat> I was blessed this time. And, you know, again, building that relationships. relationships. It's the relationships. Yep. And otherwise, if he just met me the first time, he's like, no, you get this done. You call me and I'll come out and then I'll give you a certificate. So it worked out well. Uh, and, yeah, it was just, you know, just getting things in place. And hopefully we'll, within the next seven days, we'll actually take guests.
2: Because it's just a few things that we want to do. Yeah.
0: Gabe, you want to recap real quick all the, <laughs> the, the highlights?
2: How, how long do we have? Three minutes? Not even? well maybe but. it is there's so much uh, uh there's a lot uh, of good yeah there's there's the follow-up is is probably the biggest the biggest point here where it took what you know, an, a yeah. year and a half to two years to actually get to this point uh maybe more pre-covid post-covid so yeah the, the follow-up the fortune is in the follow-up we i think this is something we 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 mentioned multiple times frank's deal is an example of that then you know the power of saying no and you know not being afraid of missing out on a deal there's no fomo there it's he understands where his numbers stand what he needs this property at or around and sticking to his guns and not folding to you know whether real other buyers fake other buyers whatever the case may be it, the fact that he's already a real buyer because he's, he's established in a hotel that she's owned in, in the past like there's a lot of really neat things here your offer for a no. Again, we, we mentioned that before. That that's super important, and 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 that what that did is it instigated her to come down the the psychological barrier of the million dollars, and so that gave you a a little bit more power, if you will. And again, walked away, leaving the store. I think it's it's a theme here where you left the store multiple times in the process, and even though you followed up, I think the last time or the last two times you followed up and she came down so this was you know she was probably at a point where she was kind of fed up you know not getting what she wanted and eventually just said you know this is the guy i want to deal with so let's get this done and uh, here you are so
3: i just want to add this was an off-market deal because she didn't advertise she didn't get a realtor nothing she never listed so she, she never listed so she it's like the deal behind the deal but i never met her it's the deal behind the deal because she owned my previous hotel yeah and she made that connection. And she
2: would have gotten more had she listed, but she was probably one hundred percent. She uh, knew know. that
3: too. She knew that too. She just well, wanted out right away. Yeah,
2: which wasn't enough. really right away in the grand scheme of things. It took two years where she could have sold it three times. And
0: there's another force at play, which is uh, the power of equity, where mm-hmm. she has time equity with Frank, and she's invested time already. And because Frank has clearly shown an understanding of her of her mission. And her desire and her need that there's a psychological bond, whether she likes it or, or understands it or not, that ties them together. And it's really, really cool. A lot of great things in here. And the power of patience and understanding that you have to be firm about being flexible. Like, you know, we, we have a very specific process, but it has to move a little bit like water. If, you know, he says, if it's it's this or nothing. You know, we want to use our contract. Well, we're not using your contract. We're using our contract. Flame on. <laughs> You know, and you get all upset about it. You're only going to alienate the, those that work with you. So there's a lot of amazing lessons in here, and a lot of sub podcasts that we could actually do on a lot of the things that happened in this uh, case study, and also to underline that all of us are still very active in in buying assets. This we don't just talk about this; we actually do it. Uh, we're very involved in a lot of things, and and it's it's fun. Frank's having fun. I think. I love it. No, yeah. I I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. So that's good and you know he's not going to stay here now for for six to eight weeks i'm sorry six to eight years in this one and he's you know going to make a shit ton of money having fun at the same time so i'm um pretty proud of you well done and it was a lot easier on this one than it was on the last one time is truncated and the next one the next one they get faster and faster and faster and faster and the beauty is that you don't have to work on one deal at a time this is something if you understand what you're doing and if you understand the process we're all working on like hundreds of deals at the same time and as one pops you close on one and others will pop and you never know sometimes a whole bunch pop at the same time and sometimes we're dry for a little bit because we're patient patience pays off it's a really beautiful business and last question before we end this podcast how much of your own money did you use to buy it oh this one absolutely zero i can't hear you absolutely zero all right very good i wonder why but we're not going to talk about it now because It's been a three-hour podcast already. (laughs) Great podcast. I I think there's some great stuff in here. I wish we had hit the record button at the beginning of this podcast, which I'm not kidding. But we have a backup, and that's what we're going to be using to do this. It's hilarious that you caught that, that we... Didn't hit the record button when we should have but thank god we have backup of a backup so listener you're awesome i appreciate you uh, subscribe like us love it share us if you have friends frenemies that you want to share this with please do the more that we can help others uh, achieve financial freedom by learning specific skill sets to really make an impact on uh, not only their own families but by really helping and serving others like Helping someone move on into an opportunity where she can travel, do the things that she wants to do, be involved in her 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 church or her her mission. It's a phenomenal thing. It's it's very rewarding, and at the same time, you know, making a million bucks doing it doesn't hurt so bad. So, uh, Gabe, Frank, love you both very much. And, uh, Gabe, I'm going to see you on Thursday with your family. I can't wait to see him escape as well. She has a skating yes. <laughs> competition, so I know she's going to crush it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Frank, good luck tomorrow Thank and, you. uh, with everything else. And, uh, listener, you're rock. I appreciate you and I can't wait to see you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye for now.
1: if you like this episode of big fat real estate checks then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating also as a thank you for tuning in today we've got a special free gift the journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals and it's easier than you think simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com enter your email address and we'll send you a free quick start course called deals by tuesday even if it's 11 p.m monday night This course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.